Great. How y'all doing? Good. Marks, how much did it help you to make the transition being here and being familiar with everything in this position? Well, obviously, you know, being here for seven years, so, you know, I didn't have to pick up my family and move. And then I also didn't, uh, you know, I know the players I'm familiar with, uh, Gerard and the coaching style, you know, that he's been uh, used to and what he's wanted to instill. And then uh, for the rest of the defensive staff, the guys who continue to stay on staff, uh, we've been working together for, I would say, seven years too. So um, it's really, you know, a blessing to you know, be here, to stay here uh, and work with the guys and then the players and the defense that we already have and then the players that's going to join our team. What were some of the reactions from the Kings that you kind of worked with when they heard about you guys? Um, excited, you know, want to work with them and then, uh, you know, uh, being able to, you know, get ready for the spring, that type of stuff. Uh, excited for me and the opportunity that I have. And then also for the guys who are returning, you know, excited to make sure that we, you know, get back on track to where we need to be as a football team. So, and then at the same time, just being able to uh, step up into this role to have a more of a leadership uh, on the defense, uh, you know, they were excited about the opportunity for me. How would you describe your defensive So I would say the defense, you know, wouldn't change as much. But, you know, when I think when you turn on the tape, I think what we want to see is a physical team, a team that plays with good discipline and fundamentals, and a team that attacks the football and takes it away from the opponent. Uh, that's what we're trying to look for uh, with our defense, and you know, a team that goes out there and play uh, together for one another. You know, that type of uh, togetherness. That's what we're really looking for. How much of that is rooted in your relationship with Gerard, and how much of that is influenced by your own previous experience? I think it's a mix of both. Uh, there's a good a foundation of players that's. Uh, that's laid the foundation of this defense even before I got here. So, uh, and then we're adding, so the foundation, that's what starts with everything. You know, if the foundation is built, you know, solid, you could continue to add on top of it and it won't fall. So that foundation was set before me. And then we just continue to add on to that foundation, which our players continue to add on to that foundation. And then the coaches that we're bringing in and the coaches that we have just continue to build on that. Yeah, I will say, you know, you use the word change. I will say we just every year is a new year. So we don't know exactly what's going to happen, what's going to, you know, the cars that were dealt. Um, but we need to be ready for everything. Uh, we need to try to be good at everything. And we just need to try to go out there and eliminate points and do the things that I said that we want to be as a defense. I think if we play to that type of standard, and when we look at the tape, I think we'll turn out and we'll, we'll be happy with the product that we put out on the field. It's good. I mean, they're familiar with the players. Uh, our players are familiar with them. They're familiar with our, uh, our philosophy on what we want to do. And then they've also worked with me and know what I want to do. And then also uh, the foundation, they have been here too. We all came in pretty much uh, together. And so uh, I think when you look at those things and you look at how the players and the coaches uh, combine uh, and how we get the best out of our players, that's what's important to me. You know, who can do that? Who can coach their players good? Who can get their players to go out there and play at a high level and execute, you know, um, to the standard that we want to have? DeMarcus, who are, who are your uh, coaching mentors? And do you have any from outside the building as well? Yeah, so, I mean, I have a lot of people that uh, help me along the way. 
Uh, so, you know, I, I started from, you know, the ground up, you know, it was just as a student assistant when I got done playing. So just people who've just opened up the door, like Coach Sullivan, uh, who had, gave me the opportunity to coach. And then guys like who gave me an opportunity, who uh, uh, Garrett McGee, you know, to, you know, be a GA at UAB. And then guys that I learned up under, like uh, Kevin Peoples, who, you know, took me in on the defensive side of the ball and taught me a good amount of things. Those people laid the foundation and then worked my way up, you know, even to, you know, I can every stop along the way to Jason Simpson, where I'm like at UT Martin, you know, making whatever in West Tennessee, but having my own room, but giving me that opportunity. And then you look at Coach Belichick too, who, you know, give me the opportunity to come in the league. Uh, give me that shot, you know, a guy from Alabama who's worked his way up uh, through, you know, college, you know, GA and, and then one double A ball and then coming here and getting the opportunity. And, and I'm sitting in here, you know, today before you guys. Do you, do, you, do you plan on calling plays this year and if so how do you prepare for that responsibility yeah I, I do plan on calling plays and I will say you get those practice reps obviously on the practice field and in the classroom for me so you know gaining those reps uh, going through different games going through situations and you know in the meeting room with the other coaches and then also uh, putting myself in those situations on the practice field that's how we do just like the players are out there preparing to play and they're going through reps I should be doing the same thing as a play caller, uh, doing those uh, reps in. And it just, again, it just doesn't happen overnight. This is something where, you know, I've been preparing. This is something I wanted to do. So you already kind of take the necessary steps to prepare yourself for when you get the opportunity to be ready. Marcus, can you talk? I was actually going to ask what Phil was going to ask, but uh, <laughs> he has a different question. What did you see from Dr. Mike Bauer as a player, though? Well, you talk about the foundation. Somebody asks about, you know, about the defense. You talk about the foundation of, you know, our defense and a guy who has done so much uh, on the field uh, as a player and will literally play any position across the front and know every position across the front and his leadership and his communication skill. And what he did, you know, not only just, uh, you know, on the field, but in the classroom as a leader, you know, that – it's going to bring value to our team. Um, so you see guys like that all across the league that become, you know, former players that played at a high level, that also that's a leader in the classroom or a leader, you know, out there uh, with the players. And we're hoping that same thing transition, uh, similar to Gerard, you know, uh, hopefully that, you know, transition for us as a linebacker coach. Marcus, how much were you involved in the you got hired. How did you find out? And what happened next? <laughs> uh, a phone call. <laughs> uh, what happened next? Uh, I was actually off. Uh, me and my wife went to lunch, uh, had lunch, and then uh, we continued on about our day. You know, so uh, um, that's you know that's how I found out. Uh, phone call. Uh, told me about it, and then, you know, we were uh, or technically not in the office, and, you know, it was just a typical day, uh, but definitely uh, one, you know, to be excited about and super, super grateful for. What, what, what excites you about it most? You know, you've been there a while, what you guys were able to do last year, and anything else, what excites you most about this opportunity? There's only 32 defensive coordinators, you know, in the world. There's only 32, so I don't take that lightly. And uh, I think anybody in this position, 
you know, whether it's a head coach or a position coach. Even when I was a position coach, it's only so many defense alignment coaches in the National Football League. There are so many people that are dying to get our jobs or just, or should I say, or um, wanted to get our jobs. Uh, I don't take that for granted. And I know where I started and then know where uh, I'm at now and then we'll know what we want to be and what I want to do. So uh, I think when you get put in these positions, uh, you, you can't help but be grateful and thankful and understand for me, I know what the Lord has done for me. Uh, to me, uh, first of all, we had a joint practice with them in Green Bay. Uh, but really, um, I look at how they play, how the players play for him, and I look at his product on tape. You know, I look at how um, you know when Green Bay, their front, uh, when you turn on the tape, it's the style of ball that I want to play, the style of ball that I look for in a defensive line coach, and then how I would coach it too. So when you look at that, um, that is what really drew me to uh, to him. And you can see there's a consistent product that's put out on tape. All right, we can say all we want to say in the classroom, but with them going out there and performing and playing and those players going out there and doing exactly what he wanted to do on a consistent basis, and he was there in Green Bay for eight or nine years, uh, that speaks volume. You talked about not wanting to take this job for granted. That being said, was there ever any concern or worry that you wouldn't become the D.C. if and when, if or when maybe Gerard became the head coach? To me, I don't worry. All right, I don't, I, I don't worry. So uh, when I look at things, I always think about like uh, I think about uh, if I spend too much time worrying or sitting back, then I, I can't do whatever I need to do. I leave that up to the Lord and then go from there and do whatever I need to do. And I know that, you know, if it's for me, it's for me. If it's not for me, all right, then it will happen later on. So I think that when you when you think about like timing, uh, it's really not my timing. Whenever the time supposed to happen, that's when it's supposed to happen. So if it wasn't this year, hopefully it would have been, you know, another year. So uh, I really don't look at it like that because, to be honest, there's jobs that I wanted when I was coaching one double-A that said no, but I got this opportunity. So to me, you thank God for the no's and then you move forward. How would, you, uh, how would you describe your teaching and coaching style, and do you expect there to be any adjustments you have to make now that you're in a new role? No, I think uh, as a leader, I think you be the same every day. So there, there is no change. So if you're the same person every day and you're consistent every day and you have a certain standard every day, um, you don't have to change who you are. All right, because you're showing who you are on a day-to-day -day basis and they're getting the same consistent you or the same consistent uh, version of yourself. So me, uh, I'm a guy that's going to, uh, I think about attacking the mind, body, and the soul of a player and trying to get the best out of them. If I can get all three of those, and I challenge our coaches to do that too, if they're able to get that, I think that make a great coach. Whether if you can get only a couple of those, those are only good coaches. So we're striving to be great coaches. We're trying to attack all three of those. And really, that's what we're looking for, and that's what I'm going to preach, and that's what we're going to get the staff to do. And I think if you do that, the players also buy into that, and you're really only you're making them better football players and you're making them, making them better men. Thank you.